Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Now, this morning, I'm so excited, and I I do appreciate so much. I'm grateful that Pastors Ashley and Allison have asked me to share with you again because I really believe Father has a word in season for you. It all began one morning when I was on the treadmill and I was looking out the window and there, I've stared at that scene a dozen, uh, hundreds of times, but then I suddenly became aware of this one tree, like a cabbage tree, and as I was looking at it, I realized that emerging out of the top of the tree was a new growth, but it was nothing like the rest of the tree. It was like an entirely different species. It looked completely different, but it was definitely growing out of that tree. And I felt the Lord give me a word for you as a church. And this is the word. The new shall be birthed out of the old. Now that's one little phrase, but it says a heap. The new, what does that tell you? It tells you there's going to be something new. It tells you that there's initiative in the air. It tells that God is about to speak. And so the new shall be birthed. What does that tell you? There's going to be a birthing process. And don't be surprised at that. The new shall be birthed out of the old. Now, that's very significant because it means that it's not a separate entity. It's not a a separate, isolated endeavor, disconnected in every way. It is birthed out of the old. Now, this is important, my friends. Lean in because I'm not only speaking to the church, corporate and collective, which is the primary objective this morning, but because you as individuals, as individuals, you are who the church is. Now, the church isn't a building, it's you. And so God is speaking to every single one of you this morning. There's not one insignificant person in this congregation where you are, or isolated where you are. Not one one of you is insignificant to my Father. And so I want you listening with your heart as the Holy Spirit now begins to speak to you, to you. It's got to be birthed out of the old. In other words, it will draw from the root system and the sap of the old, but will emerge with a very new distinctive. It will look different, but it will have the solid roots grounded in God's original, his original intention. So here we have this new emergence, its appearance will be so vibrant, so alive, so fresh, so new, so, um, uh, you know, completely capturing the imagination, and yet it will be completely unchanged from the original intention of God, the original heartbeat of God, the original DNA that God gave. And so I want to draw you in now to the fact that my father, is speaking to every single one of you, that this is a time to birth the new. Now, I know that's illogical. I know it's unreasonable. The COVID and the the state of the economy and the state of everything in our nation. But in your personal life right now, in your marriage, in your family, in your business, in your vocation, in your ministry, in your church, it is on God's calendar. Illogically, it is a time of fresh 
initiative and birthing. And it's a time to also rediscover. Rediscover the original root system, the, 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 the original DNA and heartbeat, because that which is so wonderfully new will not have a different DNA. It won't have a different heartbeat. It will emerge out of what God gave in the beginning. So, God has a new time of birthing for you individually and collectively. So let's establish that. That spring is in the air. Don't you love spring? I love spring. Okay, everything comes alive in spring. Even the bees come alive in spring. Okay, now I want you to understand something. Once Father has revealed that he has a time of birthing for you, which he does, then it comes a need for us, you and I, to be positioned spiritually, mentally, emotionally, we need to position ourselves to hear that fresh initiative from God. And that will require a bold embrace of, of the new, a willingness to reach out for a new creative image, new creative design. Uh, and yet this new creative uh, initiative will be so anchored into a rediscovering of the original heartbeat. Now, we all know, you and I both know that the spirit of fear and the spirit of intimidation has been invading our nation and society at the moment. It's been, it's been harsh. And one of the things that I've noticed is that that spirit of intimidation would seek to shut down the creative, faith-filled initiatives of God's people, to remove out of our thinking a certainty of faith. We must not allow that. It's so contrary to God's intention for you right now. You, this, is a, this is not a moment to be battening down, to maintain the status quo. This is a time to be very vigilant, very alert, very awake, listening for the fresh word that God is going to implant right into your spirit. It's a time to dream dreams. It's a time to dream dreams that burst out of the old. Okay. And I believe that this then is saying that we need to rediscover. So one's an anticipation, an expectation, an excitement that God is going to say something new, but also the understanding that it will be birthed out of an original intention that God had years ago for your life, your calling, who you are, your ministry. And so on one hand, we have this anticipation of the future. On the other hand, there is, I feel so strongly about this, there is this call from God right now, the tugging of the Holy Spirit right now, for you to have a time of rediscovering. Rediscovering and reestablishment of that which was there in the beginning. In the beginning. So this is a time not only of birthing, but of rediscovering. So therefore, it's a time of like resurrection. It's a time when God is going to resurrect God-given DNA, God-given dreams, God-given fire and passion and, and the heartbeat that, that gripped in those former days. And I felt the Lord just lay this phrase on my heart. 
and I underlined it on the notes here. I want to get it right for you. The validity of the future depends upon the original heartbeat and DNA being rediscovered and freshly embraced. I want us to go to Genesis chapter 26 and verse 8. Okay, you got it? 26 verse, sorry, verse 18, not verse 8. Genesis 26 verse 18. And Isaac dug again the wells. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And Isaac then called them by the names which his father had called them. So, so in digging this well, redigging, rediscovering these wells, he was honoring the legacy of his father. And right now, I'm going to take a little bit of prophetic liberty and apply this verse. So don't think of actual events and people and things, but think about what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Dig again the well that was dug in the days of Abraham. In the days of Abraham. So what does that mean? What, what's the nature of this well? Why was it dug? What does it speak to you this morning about? Uh, what is God saying through this phrase? Okay, listen with your inner ear. Listen as the Holy Spirit speaks to you now this morning. Here's the nature of that well. Here's the nature of what it represents to you in particular. By the way, I haven't preached this to other churches and stuff. This is fresh out of the oven of heaven, okay? This is God's specific word just for you this morning. And I want to share with you what I felt the Holy Spirit quickened to me about that phrase. As in the days of Abraham, he redug, rediscovered those wells that had been dug in the days of Abraham. Now, Abraham was Many things. I suppose the greatest thing about Abraham was that he was the friend of God. There could not possibly be, wow, I can't think of anything, uh, that could be a greater uh, achievement of man, a greater uh, accolade of man than the friend of God, the intimate companion of God. So above all else, Abraham was the intimate companion of God. But when you look at his call, when you look at his commission, when you look at his DNA, then you find something here. Because Abraham was many, many things, as we know. But there was something about his heart that stood out that was not there with other men. And that was that Abraham was a pioneer. He was a pioneer. He was the man of faith. He was the man of conquest. He was the man that was commissioned by God to, to venture out into the unknown, to discover territory that had never been discovered before, daring to go off the edge. Can you just imagine Christopher Columbus? Up until the days of Christopher Columbus, everybody thought the world was flat. So if you sailed too far, you fell off the edge. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so here comes one man, one man, one man, Christopher Columbus, had to get in this little wooden boat and sail. And he says, I'm convinced the world is round and I'm just going to keep on sailing to prove it. And he read and he discovered nation after nation, land after land, because in his heart, he was a pioneer. 
And so with Abraham, dug in the days of Abraham, there was a rawness. There was a raw, uncomplicated nature about his obedience, about his faith. He was completely uncluttered by uh, human circumstance or season that happened to, to prevail or logic or reason. Abraham was very simple in his faith and walk with God. He heard clearly and he obeyed boldly. He believed God for the impossible. He began a legacy for the coming generations. Oh, my friends, your life should not stop with you. You should create that legacy for the generations that are yet to come. Okay, so let's take a close look. That well was dug by Abraham in a time when God was asking him to go from obscurity or relative obscurity into a place of recognition and great promise and great influence. So it was in that time, roughly, where God spoke to him and, and said to him and Sarah that they would have a miracle son, <laughs> and Isaac was born. So when it says dug in the time of Abraham, it speaks to us of that scary, unqualified faith that possesses the heart of a new believer that doesn't know any better than just to believe God and do whatever he says. Friends, I believe this is a season for us to rediscover, rediscover the heart of raw faith, the heart of the pioneer coming out of maintenance, coming out of, of, of uh, what the, this whole nation is gripped by at the moment, and that's survival, into a conquest mentality. And I felt the Lord speak to me, and I'm sure he's speaking to all of us. We must not let the condition in the nation, the COVID, the, 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 the journey of the last two years, we must not allow that to intimidate our passion, intimidate our faith, intimidate our expectation of the miraculous taking place. There's a, new, there's a need for a new, fresh encounter with the Holy Spirit. An encounter that will unstop the wells of bold faith, incredible initiative and, and conquest. God wants to fill your well again, my friend. This is an exciting time. This is an exciting time. There's no rebuke in this. This is just a fresh time when Father says, come alive, come away, come aware. I'm birthing some new stuff and I want you to be part of it all. There are times, and this is such a time, for us to position ourselves, to hear the voice of God and see new dreams birth within us, new initiatives. As I said before, I'm talking about you as an individual. I'm talking about your personal walk, your personal, who you are as an individual. Not one of you is insignificant. God has a new dream for you that, that will take you out of what is humanly available, humanly achievable into a into a level a realm in which only that which God alone can do is going to start to happen oh lift your faith and anticipation in your marriage your vocation some of you are business people lift your anticipation it doesn't have to be logical and reasonable 
get a sight of God, get a dream and see it birth. It's a time to reject intimidation. It's a time to dig again the well of fresh, unbridled faith. I want us to go now uh, to Hebrews 12, but just before we do, sorry, here's a very vital point. The digging of the well. Why did Abraham dig that well? Well, he, he dug the well to bring a source of water, and water was life. In those days in the desert, water was life. And so because he dug a well, he dug a well of life. Life. And life meant that the sheep and the herds uh, blossomed into full health and strength and vitality. Life meant that, that his own family was never at risk of, of, of dehydration. Um, that well was an, it brought prosperity, it brought blessing, it brought favor in anybody that was around that area. That well was life. It was a well of life. Okay. Everything, everything around there multiplied because it was a well of life. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present. Mm, we know that. But painful. And many people around our nation are saying the last two years have been painful. Okay. But it says it seems painful, but nevertheless, I love that word, nevertheless, Afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruits of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Not to everybody, but to those who have been trained by it. So what is the promise? The promise is of increased fruitfulness. But to whom? Those who have not surrendered to the spirit of intimidation, but rather have seen the hand of God in their circumstances, in the midst of the trial, and have determined to honor him regardless of the circumstance that surrounds them. And instead of it defeating them, they have turned Godward. They've redug the well within them, and they have emerged with a new forged faith and a determination to overcome and prevail. Oh, my friends, those that have been trained by the circumstance have a promise. The season hasn't buried them, but has caused them to dig again the wells. And right now, just in case some of you are saying, oh, well, it has buried me. The wonderful thing about Jesus and the gospel is that it's a gospel of resurrection. And, I, and you might be listening to this and feeling a little almost condemned. Well, I, I did allow it to bury me. It did allow my dreams to go into the grave. Well, that's fine. Just acknowledge that and then say, Father, thank you. You're a God of resurrection and life. And I'm going to dig the well again and out of it will spring forth life yet again. Okay, rediscovering, my friends. Rediscover the first love passion. I preached on that in your church about four or five years ago. Rediscover the prophetic words that have been declared over your life that you consider genuine, authentic at that time. Dig, dig the well again. And for those who dig the well again, there is a clear, clear declaration of increased fruitfulness. But then the word comes in verse 12, therefore. In other words, as a result of knowing what I've just told you, 
great fruitfulness for those who will prevail. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and verse 13, and make straight paths for your feet. And I looked up that word in the Greek, straight. It means decisive and strong. Decisive and strong. Make straight, decisive, strong plans or paths for your feet. So that which is lame will not be dislocated, but rather be healed. In other words, that so, that, so that it's not turned down all the way, it's not crippled by the race, but restored to the fullness of health and God's original intention. Okay, make strong, decisive decisions right now for the days that lie ahead. Hebrews chapter 10. This I love this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36. Therefore, that's that word again, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you've done the will of God, you will receive that promise. So the promise is what? The promise is a great, quote, great reward. Now, when I read that word great, I, I couldn't resist it. I looked it up in the original Greek language and saw how it was written. It was a Greek word, megas. M-E-G-U-S, megas. And it's the word that from which we get the English word mega. And in the original, here's what it is translated as. And I'm reading to you directly from the Greek dictionary. Big, <laughs> exceeding, high, loud, mighty, strong, so, so the renewal of one's faith in God's faithfulness, the renewal of bold confidence in him, digging again the well within you, results in something. It results in exceedingly mega reward. My friends, this is an exciting time. This is a time not to be condemned about what may have been lost. This is not a time to, to be regretful over lost hours or days. This, put all that aside. What matters right now is a representing to God with great anticipation and excitement so that it can be a time of renewal, a time of rediscovery. The, the original prophetic word, the original passion, the original sense of commission, the original call, a time of unlocking as a result of that rediscovery, a time of unlocking the dreamer again, the pioneer, God-filled expectations of tomorrow. And Isaac dug again the wells. My friends, when Isaac came to those wells, a decision had to be made. Great intentionality had to be embraced. A plan had to be made. Determination, discipline had to ensure that that plan was executed on time and kept that until that well was dug. So dig again 
that well. Rediscover the promises God gave you. Reestablish your confidence and, and Father will be faithful and he will bring it to pass. Begin to sing about it. Begin to talk to each other about it. Begin to build your anticipation excitement. Above all, position yourself in the throne room of your Father with intimacy with his heart, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, not striving, but available, alert, listening, completely available to him because he's going to birth a new era, are going to birth new dreams and passions, and they will emerge out of that which he's birthed in you in previous days. I want to pray with you just in a moment, and I'm going to pray for the reestablishment of hope and faith and boldness and the spirit of the pioneer and passion because I'm convinced God has creative, creative initiatives about to be birthed, birthed out of the old. But now I want to urge you to do something. My friends, if you know me at all well, you'll know that it's very rare that I ever do this. But I want to urge you, it's not even a light suggestion, I want to urge you urge you to go to our website. This is not a silly thing. Go to our website. By all means, feast on all the stuff that's available. There's prophetic words, there's inspiration, there's encouragement, there's devotionals, there's messages. It's, it's, it's like a giant library of stuff for you. All of it free. But then we also have training courses and other things on our resources. and But one of them in particular has been with me the whole time I'm preaching with you, and that is uh, our legacy course, our legacy leadership course. And you might say, well, I'm not a leader. My friends, a leader is just a person of influence. You are all called to be a person of influence. And listen to me, you are all called to leave behind your legacy. It does not stop with you. Whoever you are, whatever age you are, there are those around you and coming up around you that will feast on who you are and will desire to become like you. You will leave a legacy, my friend. And so the very first 17 minutes of that, as a, we put it on the site as a freebie so that you can go there and, and, and take a look and let it soak into your spirit and then you may decide to do the whole course. But my friends, I'm telling you now that this is a time to think beyond the span of your own lifetime. What legacy are you going to leave behind you? So let's pray together and believe that in this moment, new faith, new hope will spring up from within you. My Father, I pray for these precious people. I pray for Pastor Ashley and Allison and their team. I pray for the church collective. I pray for every individual, young person and child and, and mother and father and, and solo and business person. My God, I ask that you visit them now. Father, that in the next two or three days, there will be such an encounter with you that, my God, something of your greater intention will explode from within them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I banish all disillusionment or disappointment, and I declare a new day, a new day, a new day of hope, a new day of faith, a new day of confidence, a new day of bold initiatives. 
Father, we give you alone the honor and glory in Jesus' name. My friends, it's been a privilege to be with you. Thank you again for that joy. We look forward to hearing great things about you and all the, the, those that you touch in life. Let life spring forth. Dig again your well. God bless you. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.